1: Welcome to Layla Ways In, here on Intelligent Medicine. If you'd like to make an appointment with me, call my office, 212-779-1744. If you want to send me questions, email me questions or topics of interest that you'd like to hear me discuss on this podcast, email me to radioprogram at aol.com, that's radioprogram at aol.com want to talk to you <clears throat> about poor sleep there's a study that shows that poor sleep is linked to reduced memory in older adults variability in night to night sleep time and reduce sleep quality adversely affect the ability of older adults to recall information about past events and this is according to a study by researchers at the georgia institute of technology and it's published in frontiers in human neuroscience so frontiers in human neuroscientists Neuroscience, that's where you'll find this article. And the research, supported by a National Science Foundation graduate research fellowship, included 81 volunteers from the Atlanta, Georgia area. These 81 volunteers were evaluated carefully to screen out those who had mild cognitive impairment or other potentially confounding factors. So they weren't going to choose people who already suffered from cognitive impairment. How would they be able to tell if the sleep or the lack of sleep is what did it? Younger adults were recruited in the age range of 18 to 37 years old, while older adults were recruited in the range from 56 to 76 years old. And ultimately, 50 adults were selected for the study. So this study, led by Audrey Duarte, Ph.D., an associate professor at the School of Psychology and principal investigator in the Memory and Aging Lab, the researchers looked at lifestyle factors to see how people sleep normally and how their sleep patterns change over time. Participants were given accelerometers worn on their wrists to measure sleep duration and quality over a period of seven nights. So they were given these uh, measuring devices to wear on their wrists to sleep with for seven nights. Though they did not measure brain waves, the devices allowed sleep measurements to be done in the participants' own homes. The researchers sought to provide a more realistic measurement than testing done in sleep labs, which typically lasts just one, light, one night. And you know, anytime you're doing a sleep study, of course, you're required to sleep at that facility sleep lab you're hooked up to some monitors how true of a reflection is that of the sleep that you would get at home I mean many people sleep better at home in their own beds than they do somewhere else or on vacation or in a hotel or some other situation right so it's good that the researchers sought to Get as close as possible by letting these volunteers sleep at home with just a wrist device to wear. Could be a Fitbit type of thing, right? That's probably a much more realistic, uh, uh, way and proves for a, I think a far better methodology. And, and it's done over seven nights, not just one night. So the participants were asked to visit a Georgia tech laboratory for a memory test that measured EEE, EEG brain wave activity as they attempted to recall word pairs that had been shown to them earlier. Results showed that night to night variability in the older study participants had a major impact on their performance in tests aimed at evaluating episodic memory, said the researchers. The study also found unexpected racial differences in the type of sleep patterns tied to lower memory performance across both younger and older African-American research participants. This is interesting. The study found that black adults slept for 36 minutes less than other adults, which translated into a 12% decrease in memory-related brain activity. On an average night, black adults in the study spent 15 minutes more time awake after falling asleep than did other participants. The study also found significant variation among subjects in each age group. Although further investigation will be needed to confirm the results of the pilot study, the findings could help open a new area of research aimed at understanding the potential connection between poor sleep and the memory declines associated with aging. The study also underscores the importance of sleep in maintaining good cognitive functioning. You can imagine, say the researchers, that many people, students among them, have variable sleep patterns based on staying up late to study, and sleeping in on weekends to catch up. And you know, there's no such thing. You can't just sleep in on the weekend to catch up. There's no such thing as catching up on, on sleep. And the researchers confirmed that this data shows that may not be the greatest strategy for optimizing memory ability. So hopefully in future studies, they want to expand to a larger group of participants. And that the study's takeaway message may be that regular sleep is important at any age for the best cognitive performance. Yet improvements in sleep may be one area where people concerned about cognitive impairment may have an opportunity to make improvements. In understanding normative aging, Lifestyle factors are a good area to target because they're potentially Factors that we can control It's been known for decades That important things are happening while you sleep with regard to memory consolidation and strengthening of memories because we know That sleep quality typically declines in normal aging. This was a prime Subject this was a prime target for the study. And I want to tell you in my own practice, when I have a patient coming in complaining of uh, poor memory, and they're asking me about a supplement, what can I take for my memory, my memory, and you know, uh, there are things you could take certainly, but first of all, I investigate what is the cause of the poor memory, I ask them one of the first questions besides what are you eating, (laughs) okay? is how well do you sleep? Do you have any trouble falling asleep or staying asleep? This is one of my intake questions. Do you have any trouble falling asleep or staying asleep? Why do I ask about sleep? I'm a nutritionist. Why am I interested in sleep? Because your sleep impacts your appetite. The later you wake up the the more you're a night owl, the more the lights are on when it should be dark and you should be sleeping the more tendency you will have to be overweight or obese because you will have more cravings for food. Your appetite will be stimulated. That's number one. Another thing is that people who have trouble staying asleep, in other words, who are waking up in the middle of the night for no good reason, this may be due to a blood sugar imbalance, and this has everything to do with diet and nutrition. That's why sleep is part of my intake questioning. So there are a myriad of reasons why we have poor sleep. If you're only, if you're on your tablet late at night or checking your email or Facebooking on your phone and you're chronically keeping your phone at your bed table or even taking it in bed with you, yeah, you're not going to sleep. All that blue light, besides being bad for your retinas over time, over years, can contribute to macular degeneration over years, all that blue light. It's messing with your melatonin. You're not making any melatonin when you should be. When it's dark outside, it should be dark inside. That means not looking at the blue light. So not making enough melatonin. But did you know that approximately 40 to 50 million Americans chronically suffer from a sleep disorder? And that adversely impacts our health and longevity, right? So it could be situational, it could be chronic. There are lots of things, but here are the effects of sleep. Deprivation, cognitive impairment, memory lapses or loss. And that's what the study is talking about is reaffirming that it impacts memory. Impaired moral judgment, irritability. Symptoms similar to ADHD, symptoms similar to Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. Sleep deprivation also impairs immune functioning. You need to be sleeping when you have a bad cold, the flu, or you are ill. Uh, Increased heart rate variability, risk of heart disease. Decreased reaction time and accuracy. There's a risk of obesity. Decreased temperature. Think about, say you're a really good sleeper, but now and again you'll have a night of not sleeping too well, right? We all do from time to time. As long as it's not chronic, it's all right. But think about those nights when your sleep wasn't what it should be. And then the next day you find yourself feeling cold more prone to feeling cold. You'd like the room to be a little warmer. That's, that's the effect of sleep deprivation. So other consequences, uh, increase susceptibility to viral infections. That's what happens. Uh, you could wake up to a full blown cold the next day or a herpes outbreak, something like that. There, there's a threefold increase in the risk of type two diabetes. There's three and a half times greater risk of high blood pressure. If you're not a good sleeper, that could be a reason for your high blood pressure. A fourfold increase in depression and disruption of hormones that control hunger and appetite. And this is where sleep deprivation can result in overweight and obesity because when we don't sleep we have more cortisol we have more insulin that means we have more storage of fat we have an altered sugar metabolism we have an increased appetite right now getting too little sleep on the other side of the coin getting too much sleep is not better that can also increase weight gain For most of us, the magic number is between six and eight hours and sleep is important. It's our time to repair and restore. And the quality, depth and amount of sleep matters. So get your sleep. This is important. I want to move on now about aromatase inhibitors. This is interesting. Do you know about aromatase inhibitors? And I'm talking specifically to men. Now aromatase is a key enzyme in the body, which regulates the conversion of testosterone, testosterone, pardon me, testosterone to estradiol. So aromatase is the enzyme which regulates the conversion of testosterone to estrogen. And it's important to consider strategies to lower or inhibit that conversion when men have lower than optimal levels of testosterone. There are several foods, herbs and supplements that can be used to inhibit or slow aromatase activity. Therefore, for men who have suboptimal testosterone, lowering aromatase activity can help support and optimize testosterone levels. We have lots of men who come in with suboptimal testosterone. I'll tell you one of the main reasons. Well, I'll tell you three main reasons. Overweight. And I'm talking specifically belly fat, that belly fat behaves as an endocrine gland and secretes aromatase inhibitors, which convert the testosterone to estrogen. You get rid of that fat, you get rid of the excess weight, that belly fat, those aromatase inhibitors, that enzyme activity will decrease. That's what you want. What else does this? Alcohol and marijuana. In that order. Obesity, especially belly fat, alcohol, heavy drinking, which contributes to that belly fat, and marijuana. Oh, let's see. Munchies, anyone? Additional weight gain, anyone? These are the ways. But, foods that can it inhibit aromatase. You want a higher fiber diet. You want flaxseed lignans. The flax lignans can help to inhibit, to inhibit aromatase. That's what you're after. The isoflavones in soy may be beneficial, which is interesting because soy itself pre- presents phytoestrogens so it's a little bit counterintuitive but it could be those isoflavones grape seed extract which has the proanthocyanidins in the grape seed extract these can inhibit aromatase those pro- proanthocyanidins green tea can inhibit aromatase. White button mushrooms. There are herbs that inhibit aromatase. Stinging nettle root. Stinging nettle root. These are often found in prostate formulas as well. And nutrients and phytonutrients that inhibit aromatase. Quercetin. Quercetin, very important other nutrients that inhibit aromatase vitamin C zinc and chrysin. Chrysin can inhibit aromatase it's interesting that zinc because it helps to inhibit aromatase that can help with testosterone levels some practitioners use a blood level of zinc a blood test for zinc to as a proxy of testosterone levels in men it's not the greatest proxy But the fact that zinc, supplemental zinc, can inhibit aromatase is beneficial. So men, if you're concerned about your testosterone levels, lose the weight. Stop drinking or really greatly reduce it. You lose that belly fat, get rid of that beer belly. Don't use marijuana. I'm not talking about CBD. That's completely different. I'm talking about the use of marijuana. These are things that quash testosterone, really quash testosterone. And it's because aromatase is increased, turning that testosterone into estradiol. That's what you don't want, men, right? Dietary fiber, flaxseed lignins, grape seed extract, white button mushrooms, green tea, stinging nettle, zinc, chrysin, vitamin C quercetin. You want some supervision in doing this, especially if you're taking supplements, but something you could definitely do on your own, get some exercise, lose the weight, go on a lower, lower carb diet. When that belly fat starts to diminish, you will make less aromatase. And then less reason to take so many different things to inhibit it. Right? And that is helpful. So get your sleep, and that's another thing, another tie-in here. You don't have enough sleep, that can also pack on belly fat because your cortisol levels are increased, stress hormone levels are increased. Make sure you get enough sleep. That's another way to inhibit aromatase. And I want to thank you for joining us on another edition of Layla Ways In here on Intelligent Medicine.
0: Do you suffer from numbness, tingling, burning or pain in your feet and legs? Well, it could be caused by a nutritional deficiency that can be reversed. Certain nutritional deficiencies can impact nerve function and are a frequent cause of numbness, tingling, burning or pain in the feet and legs. It may also contribute to forgetfulness, loss of mental focus, fatigue and loss of appetite. Zobria from Oshare Health, provides precision nutrition to quickly restore healthy nerve function. Zobria is a proprietary formulation with high-potency bioactive ingredients that work better than simple vitamins to target nutritional deficiencies that impair nerve function. Zobria is a safe, effective, and clinically proven supplement that works with no side effects. You can get Zobria risk-free by going to Zobria.com, that's Z-O-B-R-I-A.com, and get 20% off with coupon code HOFFMAN at checkout. This offer is only available to Intelligent Medicine listeners, that's Zobria.com.
1: This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly, along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your healthcare.